Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast that covers news throughout the gaming industry and a variety of topics. Here's your host for the show, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, as always, and joining me once again, I am blessed with one heck of a man, Nick Rule. How you doing? Happy to be here. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, yeah, hey man, I, I I loved the first time that I had you on, and I fu- I fucking love recording these with you, dude. Dude, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was very different than what I was used to in podcast form. And I remember when we got done, I think it was like what, like two hours, and then I think we chatted for like an hour afterwards, just yeah. talking about the entire thing. So like, y- yeah, the, the fact that I'm back is is it's exciting because I like the way you have this set up, dude. It's it's thank you. The fact <laughs> again with the um, I brought this up last time, but dude, I'm like scrolling through this entire thing, which to be honest, I, this is the first time opening it, and you <laughs> like you write all of these things out, like it's nuts. It's so dope. You do so much for this podcast, so I I dig it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and to kick it off, uh, we got our headline of the week. We have two headlines, actually, but they're kind of related as they're both uh, kind of crime-related. Um, and the first one, and I, and I didn't put the details on for this one because it's just, I wanted, I just wanted the reaction of this. So Bowser has been sued by Nintendo. He pleaded guilty and is ordered to, be, to pay $4.5 million. Okay, so I read that right before you said it, and you can't see my face, but it was very like, huh? Like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Is that real? I don't get it. Okay, so when I first saw this headline, too, I'm like, obviously, it's not the Nintendo character. So I okay. thought, oh, shit, did Doug Bowser do something? The Nintendo America president who took over after Reggie. No. Okay. Uh, this is ba- this is a- about a guy... A Nintendo Switch hack creator named Gary Bowser. Ah, uh, I see. No relation to Doug Bowser either. Okay, so just just a cute little headline. I get it. Just Click a cute bait. little a little clickbaity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he yeah. was a uh, arrested in 2020 with French national Max Luarn for leading the group of Switch hackers, Team Executor, uh, spelled X E C U T E R. What the hell, man? That is... All right. That's something. Fun, f- fun fact, uh, he's Canadian, um, okay. and their scheme was to create and distribute some tools to hack switches and get games for free off of the eShop. Oh, yeah, he's going to prison forever. Uh, he's No, he's played guilty, and from the sound... Uh, he, I mean, yeah, he'll probably do some time as well, but yeah, he has to pay $4.5 million to Nintendo. Yeah, and I, where is he going to get that money from? Well, is he just going to shit it out? Like, there's no way that that's going to happen. Dude, come on now. That's so much money. It's a lot of money. Nintendo does not play around when they uh, no. go after you. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, you got to think about it. Like, this is a software that's literally stealing, depending on how many people are using it, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Like, yep. quick, too. So, yeah, that makes sense, but... Yeah, that guy's screwed for the rest of his life. That's what he gets, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bowser always loses. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> you see, I'm more surprised that 
I now know two people in the world have the last name Bowser. Like, I thought it was, like, a little fun thing. You know, like, a guy at Nintendo, his name's Doug Bowser. It's like, oh, that's kind of funny. The fact that there's a second one makes me question, well, how many more are there? There's probably quite a few. Not, not like, uh, on the radar, not, you know, widely known on the internet, but I guarantee, dude, there are so many names out there. There are so many names. Like, yeah, I would guarantee there's more. I, I, you see, what would be funny is I, if there's like an Italian guy named Mario Bowser. Ooh, I like that. Or like he has a son and he was like, you know what? I'll just ruin his life and name him Mario Bowser. He would become yeah. Mario Bowser Jr. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that too. That too. The possibilities are endless. They really are. And in other news... An actual crime that happened uh, this past week as well. A literal truckload of GPUs were stolen in California uh, a little earlier this week. In a post on the EVGA forums uh, via video cards uh, by product manager Jacob Freeman, he confirmed that a shipment of EVGA GeForce RTX 30 series graphics cards had been nicked out of a truck on the way from San Francisco to Southern Cali. Uh, he also states that the retail value of the cards on board ranged from $329.99 to $1959.99. So there were almost certainly a few 3090s on there, but also some 3060s as well. Dude, can I have one? Do you know how hard <laughs> these things are to come by now? Like, okay, so you got your, your new setup, right? Uh, yeah, I do have my new setup. Yeah, I, I have a 3070. You got a 3070, and you said it was, like, the last one, I believe. It was the last like one of the pre-builds that, like, actually had one of the 30 series in them. The luck on that, uh, the luck on finding one is insane, and that's why that range from $330 to almost $2,000. Oh, yeah. And, and that's just, they're saying some 3090s, but I guarantee you, like, a 3090 from a scalper can go from, like, two to $5,000, depending oh, on who's yes. trying to buy it. It's yeah. just... I, I get why people are trying to steal them because there's a lot of money involved in it. I, I don't think it's right, but like, and here's the second thing: stolen. this isn't the first time we actually reported. I think it was last year that a shipment in China got jacked as well. Uh, it was, and it was yeah. like a another truckload of them. I don't, I don't understand. You know, like I, I understood being able to get away with these things back in like. The 1918, 1700s, you know, stealing like off of trains and shit. Like, how do you do it today with the technology and like cameras? Like, how did somebody get away with that? I mean, I think, I I mean, my mind instantly goes to GTA 5 because like it's kind of semi realistic with the stuff that they have pulled with at least like all the planning and prepping of those. Right. right. Because obviously it's not just one person that like, it's got to be like there has to be like a team behind this. Oh, it's definitely a team. It's it's got to be, and it's a bunch. Of, it's a bunch of people that have nothing better going for them in their lives because just like Bowser, they'll probably owe a lot of money and get prison time when they get caught. Yeah, they they definitely will. It's the the only the only part is like. I feel like it would be easier to catch them when that you you know they try to sell the stuff, but like. I feel like this is stuff that we wouldn't like this, like these easily go on the dark web because yeah. of just stolen, being stolen goods and all. It's going to be tricky to get. Or, you know, you're just casually them. walking by uh, a fucking corner in San Francisco and this guy comes up to you. He's like, hey, 
Want to buy a 3090? As he opens you, his you try, black you jacket. Buy a graphics card. <laughs> you want to yeah, buy a I graphics, graphics card, card, kid? <laughs> Come here, kid. I got a graphics card. Hop in the van. It's like, no, no, no thanks. Actually, I'd probably, to be honest, I'd hop in that van. <laughs> I'd hop in that van so quick. I'd be like, wait, you have 3090s on you? You have 3090s? Bro, I'm in. When's your next heist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, those are the headlines of the week. Um, crazy stuff happening in the world. Pretty wild. It's, it's what it is wild. Um, and to take a look at now everything else that happened this past week, it's time for us to jump into the week in review. Covering news from the world of video games, TCG, and board games, this is the week in review. And taking a look at what happened, some of the games that came out, we had Call of Duty Vanguard drop, as well as Just Dance 2022 and the Animal Crossing 2.0 update for mm. Animal Crossing. I uh I had heard about the Animal Crossing 2.0 update. What are your do you know about it? Have you have you touched it at all? So, I haven't touched Animal Crossing in a year now. No, uh no, it hasn't been a year yet, but I stopped uh earlier this year, I think when it came to the 1 year mark when I had played a game the game. So March 20th or so is when I dropped it because they weren't adding new stuff. They were the Mario update was going to come out for it where you could get wharf pipes and the Mario outfits and all that kind of stuff. Uh, OK, but it didn't interest me enough. And then so I got I deleted it off the switch. Um, and then, you know, about a, a month ago now at this point, we get uh, the announcement of, hey, there's going to be an Animal Crossing direct at the end of this month. And so then we wait till the end of the month and then. They show off. We're we're getting the roost. We got Cap'n. We got a lot of other things, new furnitures and all that stuff. Right. And basically, the game entirely got overhauled. Okay, so i've I've heard I've heard some people like uh, during the stream actually somebody was like, "Hey, I want to be here, but I got to go." Animal Crossing just updated, and I'm like, "Go for it." I I don't touch the game at all. But the fact that people were like, "It's here," I'm like, "Oh, it must oh, yeah. have been a pretty big update." Their their community is very is very big and like their when new stuff drops for Animal Crossing because we don't get many Animal Crossing games yeah. like the last one that came out was uh, New Leaf which came out in twenty sixteen or seventeen mm. and so it's like a pretty long gap and that was an even longer gap between City Folk and New Leaf which was like City Folk came out in two thousand eight or nine oh wow so. Yeah, it's a long gap between their games because it's a very... It started off as like a niche franchise, but it grew with it's, its popularity. Oh, no. People loved it. It is It is so crazy how big that game is now. I mean, I I see it everywhere. It's on Twitter. It's on Instagram. It's on TikTok. It's YouTube. It's every... Dude, I hear about Animal Crossing, I think, like a few times a week for... I don't even know how long now. I, I I know the game through other people. Never touched it in my life, but I know people love it because it's just it's relaxing. It's fun. It's uh, it's an escape. It's an yes, escape exactly. from the reality because it's just a little reality where you're friends with animals and you drink <laughs> coffee that a pigeon makes and you show off your cool and you show off your cool and... islands that people uh, envy and then try to copy uh, pixel by pixel. And because your, and they your need that. Gardens. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like somebody was like, "Look at this cabbage garden." And I'm like 36, and I was like, "I don't know what that means, but good for you." Good job. I, I, 
It's awesome. I love that people enjoy games that much, dude. Yeah, people, people, people love games. Yeah, true. and the games love them back. And speaking of, lo- of loving games, Call of Duty Vanguard came yes. out. Yes, um, yes, it did. I got to play it yesterday. Played it for a few hours, and it's like a love hate. And I think that's because I've been on an apex grind, trying my best to just get better at that game. And because they play so differently, uh, I lost all of the skill that I had playing Call of Duty. So it's like it's fun, but I am just getting shit on. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't keep up with people, dude. Like, and then the other thing I don't understand as of right now, I think I have to play it more to have an understanding of the game in in full. But like this whole 24, 24 versus 24 people in a map that's meant for like a 6v6 oh my doesn't God. make sense to me. Like it's, that's too big. You run out there, you die. You run out there, you die. You run out there and it's just everybody dying. It's constantly, it's nuts. Is this the War Thunder of Call of Duties? Where it's just know, too dude. realistic? Where it's just like fucking D-Day on the beaches of... I- well, that's a, that's the worst part is like, I wish it was a beach. I wish it was like a bigger map. I'm telling you, like, this is like a six V six size map. Let me let me see. I think in Vanguard, I believe you can do a 48 V 48. What? Combat pacing is chaotic. 48 player Vanguard. OK, so that's 24. There was another one that I did that, that I think it was bigger than 24 versus 24. My God, dude, it was like, why? Why? But I mean, other than that, when you get like your normal, I mean, AV8 is fine by me, which is yeah, still AV8. a little chaotic, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's good. Uh, so far, I, um, I'll i be honest, because I'm bad at it, I'm not enjoying it. But once I get better at it, I'll enjoy it a little bit more. It's just uh, it's in the rough patch for me right now. Alrighty. Alrighty. I, I will be talking more about uh, both of that and Apex a little later in the podcast as well. Okay. In the world of video game news, uh, starting off Xbox Games Pass, they're having a promotion right now. Uh, I was alerted by this promotion by a friend of the podcast, Ninja Frog. Uh, the PC and Ultimate versions are both $1. Um, if you sign up for Ultimate, it's $1 for your first month before you pay your um, full price for it month by month or whatever you want to set up with it. And for PC, $1 gets you three months of Xbox Games Pass. That's not bad. It's really not bad, and I've debated uh, of whether or not I should actually grab it for the PC. To I mean, maybe, why not? It's a dollar. It's a dollar. Exactly. It's it's a good investment. If you play at least one game when you have it, that's your invest. there's your investment. Boom. It's literally 33 cents a month, which is roughly about a penny a day. I think you can do it. I think anybody could do it. Anybody can do it. You heard it right here. <laughs> uh, in retro game getting another sequel news Farmville 3 has been announced for mobile devices that's still a thing it is apparently I didn't okay. know there was a Farmville 2 I didn't know either I thought it died in like 2008 when we all got off of it yeah when it actually died yeah yeah Yeah. no it's back and um, better than ever apparently all right. That's how they're advertising it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, good good job Zynga, because I think Zynga are the developers for it. So yeah, you're good. At all the all those Facebook moms now have something to do again. Yep. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 
Avengers Marvel news. Spider-Man is getting added to the, I would say, now dead Marvel Avengers game on November 30th. Uh, he is exclusive to the PS4 and PS5 versions. Um, as well as Marvel Avenger news, um, they're going to stop selling their XP boosts uh, as a microtransaction. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. Like, I just I just never, I never touched it. I, I looked at it. I saw it a couple times. I knew that the people that I was watching were playing it because it was an ad and they're getting paid. And the second that ad went away, that game disappeared. Yep. That's kind of how that game went. It was not good. I've heard mixed reviews of like the story is like all right, but it's not yeah. worth f- the full like $60 value. I don't know if we're going to be talking about it later, so stop me if we are, but the new Guardians of the Galaxy game, I've heard is is way way better. It is. Um it's like uh it, it really shows the difference of like uh between uh the the developers and like the publishers of like how much care they can well i i don't know i think square enix and the developers for avengers i i, I just don't know i think they they went about <laughs> it the wrong way uh, with how they wanted to do it i think if they because they in a sense they kind of made it like destiny mm, i see and I think if they didn't do that and kind of did it more with how Idos Montreal and Ubisoft have done Guardians of the Galaxy, making it basically like a story, single player experience, right. with maybe some online co ops you can do the missions again because, you know, Avengers and whatnot. But if they had done it like that, I think it would have done a lot better. Yeah, it's not it's not meant to be a like spin-off new type of I don't know maybe I guess y- you have to test it you have to test it so yeah I mean hats off to them for testing to see if it works but clearly it doesn't so just move on from that and go back to the uh other way of doing how they did Guardians of the Galaxy yep um in Fortnite news Jinx from League of Legends is the latest addition as a, a skin that's cool um and some big uh Game of 2022 news, because let's be real, it's probably going to be up there nominated for how many awards next year. Elden Ring has released a new trailer showing 19 minutes of gameplay footage. And this is because there will be a playable network test happening November 12th to 14th for it. Oh, wow. I have Elden Ring. It's Lord of the Rings stuff, right? Like, I'm so bad at this. No, this is the next From Software game featuring famous novelist George R.R. Martin. So it's nothing to do with it? No Lord of the Rings whatsoever. What's the Lord of the Rings thing that's coming out that, I, that I'm getting uh, confused with? Then? Is it that Lord of the Rings online game? I've seen some is things that. Is it an online that. game or is there a show? Or, okay, I'm getting something confused then. See, I, I see Elden Ring and my brain immediately goes Lord of the Rings, but this is where yeah, like... It, I mine partially am... does too, but it's like, oh wait, no, this is that new George R. R. Martin Okay. It's as like, what if I'm George R. R. Martin like... wrote Dark Souls, essentially, is kind of what I'm, is like. Oh. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. As the world, I believe the world is entirely made by uh, R. R. Martin. Okay. And, uh, but it's basically, it's the next Dark Souls game. And oh, uh, pe- no. there's a lot of people have been anticipating this game. Oh, I've seen, okay. I've seen a few things of this. I might look into this. Do Dark Soul type games. If you ever want to actually see me rage, put me <laughs> put me in one of the like, oh, you're gonna get sent back this far and lose everything. No, I don't know. Like uh what was the the samurai one that came out? Oh uh, Sekiro, of... Shadows Die Twice. No, the the Ghost of Oh, Tsushima? Ghost of Tsushima? 
Yes, that one. Was that not Samurai? Was that? Oh, that is Samurai too. Yeah. Uh, so that that is a game that people are like, you should play it, and I'm like, I don't want to break everything. So I don't know. I I might look yeah, into that, it. Uh, I, it um, Ghost of Tsushima is actually not a rage game. But isn't doesn't it play like Dark Souls? No, not at all. Really? Yeah. No, you can just button mash everything and win. Oh. Oh, yeah, if you well, play on the easiest that. difficulty, it's oh okay. Well, yeah, easiest difficulty for everything is easy. I mean, even you normal, gotta, you gotta like that... like there's a bit of like a small learning, but like you get like super really cool. Like I call Ghost of Tsushima like this is what Assassin's Creed could look like if they had stayed on like their old format. Ah, uh, okay. And just okay, like made progressions. That's how. Though. That's what I've. I described Ghost of Tsushima like that in the past, and it's kind of. It's like that, and there's really cool things that you get, and now the Iki Island expansions out, and you get new things. You can charge ram people with your horse now. That's cool. It's really, it's really cool. Huh. Okay. Then yeah, I had completely different. Yeah. Um. In some delayment news, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been delayed to late 2022. I think it was originally planned for like early 2022. Now it's just getting pushed back to later in the year. In some wacky ass controller news, Turtle Beach has uh, started pre-orders for the Velocity One Universal Flight Controller. It's going to be compatible with the Xboxes and Windows 10. It costs three hundred seventy nine ninety nine US dollars, and you, if you do pre-order it, you can limit up to two of these controllers. And they have limited quantities. Universal flight control, like for flight simulators? Yes. Specifically for flight simulator. Okay. that's. I mean, I know people that are super into that stuff, and I just don't. It's not me, but that's dope. Yeah. It looks ridiculous as well. Uh, Let me look this up really quick. I mean, you can, you, can, you can go on with whatever. I just want to see what it looks like. In some Blizzard news, Blizzard co-leader Jen O'Neill is stepping down from her role in joining the nonprofit Women in Games International. Mikey Barra will now continue as the company's top executive. Uh, and these two people were appointed after uh, basically all the top execs got out of Blizzard or were forced out of Blizzard. These two are the ones who took the reins to kind of help start getting everything into fixing, but now Jen O'Neill is stepping down, and Mikey Barra will now be the next, the, the, the top exec for the time being, still. Oh, cool. Uh, but be, and, uh, but because, on the topic of Blizzard, uh, they got some more delayments. Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 are now even more delayed, uh, as to as late as possibly 2023. Okay, I, I mean, we could go on and on about the Overwatch thing. Like, I don't even keep up with it, but the amount that the gaming community is just trashing Overwatch to at this point, I think, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't I, even know why they're doing it. <laughs> like, I, right? Like, what's the point? You're, like, you update Overwatch so frequently, you've been adding so much content to that that, like, why make a sequel? Like, you might as well just sense. do what Destiny Two's doing and just maybe just do an overhaul for the entire game and i don't know just add on to it i mean it's literally it's quite literally the same thing as releasing a game it's just you're not releasing a game it's not a new title it's just called just leave it at Overwatch. i don't know i don't know it is it seems like a mess over there right now yeah there's a lot of things going on at blizzard that we've reported on yeah yeah quite Quite a bit. Not really good things at all. Not, not a lot of good. No. No, no there no. really is really, kinda, really isn't. Kind of drowning right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
In Netflix news, Netflix has officially launched uh, video games on their Android Netflix app. Uh, they have five games, including uh, Stranger Things 1984, Stranger Things 3, Shooting Hoops, Card Blast, and Teeter Up. Have you looked into these? I have not yet, because I I had the Netflix app long ago, um, and then I got it off my phone because I needed storage, and then I upgraded my phone to an S10 now. And uh, I, could pro- I, I probably should check check into it, though. Because yeah, uh, I've heard so that the Stranger weird. Things games are kind are decent, at least. Are they like choose your own path type things, or? Uh, I know I believe that the Stranger Things three is like a top down shooter esque type game. Huh. It, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So I'll probably look into these things and maybe have a little thing to talk about next week to see tell people how they are if people nice. are on the fence about it or they have an iPhone. <laughs> cool. In more mobile news, Niantic, the big AR game company, they're shutting down Harry Potter Wizards Unite on January 31st. Uh, it's going to be off the App Star App Stores come December 6th. I don't even know what that is. So, so you sad. know how you know Pokemon Go? <laughs> yes. It's Harry Potter Go essentially. How have I never heard about this until Oh, I mean obviously they're shutting it down, so that's probably why. Um, right. it, it launched, I want to say, like, two years ago. And did it just flop, or was it, it didn't okay? do as It didn't do as good, because at the time, they were also, like, getting a lot of brand new updates out for Pokemon Go, and people are still on that uh, craze. And I, I just don't think it didn't do as well. It was very different, where uh, you would walk around the world, and you would use spells by drawing, like, uh, patterns on your phone, or shaking your phone or whatever uh, to try to catch uh, the loose thingamabobs that have gone loose. And it, yeah, it really I wasn't the see same. Yeah, that would fall. Yeah, that could fall off real fast. Pokemon's way, way different. And although they both have pretty long lifespans, it, it, Harry Potter isn't meant to be like a, a capture trading type thing. I can see how they tried, but... Yep. And this is also after the brand new... They also released a brand new AR game, Pikmin... Oh, what was it? I can't even remember what the second word was. Uh, but the, basically, Pikmin also now has one of these AR games where you grow, plant, and pick, pluck Pikmin. Oh, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no interest. Uh, yeah. Um, in some blows-up news, Crab Game, the Squid Game parody game, that's been blowing up on Steam. Yeah, I've seen... Uh... I've seen quite a bit of this. I haven't touched it. I haven't watched it. I've just seen Crab Game all over the place. Apparently, I've also heard reports, though, that uh, an entire lobby got their IP address leaked. IP addresses oh, leaked. Oh, no. Yeah, so uh, I'm staying away from it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Thanks. It's wild. Uh, yeah. In some DLC news, uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania DLC, uh, their three character DLCs, Morgana from Persona 5, Hello Kitty, and Suezo from Monster Rancher are now all available for purchase. This podcast really, truly shows me how little I know about the video game world. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever play Monkey Super Monkey Ball? Uh, I think maybe once when it first came around, maybe like looked into it. I know some people really liked it. I just didn't get into it. <laughs> yeah, it's basically this uh, this new game that they put out. It's an HD remaster of all the levels from Monkey Ball 1, 2, and Deluxe, which was a... Uh, oh, that's dope. And uh, it's also added Sonic the Hedgehog, Tails 
and Tails from the Sonic series, Beat from Jet Set Radio, Kazuma Kiryu from Yakuza as playable characters in this as well. It, That's cool. I, the joke became, oh, look, it's Super Monkey Ball and Sega All-Stars. <laughs> I was going to say like how Mario kept doing all the different sports, but just adding different characters. So it kind of is like that as well. Um. In D-Make news, Bloodborne's PS1 D-Make, Bloodborne PSX, a fan project, is kind of official and is going to be coming out next year. Uh, so we got uh, a small team basically using like a PS1 engine made Bloodborne in it. That's, and you'll be um, able to play the full game next year. When you know, like when do you when do you move on from a project? When do you uh P- the PS1 <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> this this spawned off of uh, a YouTube series where like they would demake a, like uh, a bunch of like modern games into like, hey, if they were, came out on the PS One, here's what they would look like, which is kind uh, of like a really cool like you know a little cool project. Cool. Okay, now 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 that you're breaking it down to me, that's okay. I I completely misunderstood that. That is dope. I like that. <laughs> um, and lastly, which uh, this last story, which is kind of fitting because this is how I found you. Perspective puzzle game Superliminal has gotten an update adding multiplayer. Interesting. That is actually, I, I remember that. Um, it's called Group Therapy. Uh, up to 12 players uh, join lobbies, and you just, it's basically you race through these randomly generated real room races where you'll go room to room in each room. I think there's like a oh. set number of rooms, but... Uh, your goal is to just be the first one to get through all of them. There's three rounds per game, and it's kind of. I played a little bit of it. It's kind of cool, actually. Huh. And you're, you're, uh, you you yeah. play as a chess piece as well. Okay, that's um that's actually really dope. I had no idea that one that was going to happen, but two like I can see how that would be a really cool like community thing to do. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it's real. I, I I don't think anybody saw this coming. I I was re- I was as much as I love Super Liminal. I was like very much in like it's one of those like one and done games. Exactly. Did not see a multiplayer update coming ever to this. Yeah, so that's kind of nice. Always, it's nice, and I'm always so interested and also a little confused when like a game that has not a lot of attention is able to do something like this. Like, where did you get the funding for it? Or who backed this up or like where's the confidence in the fact that this is going to work and make you money come from like i'm always curious about that not not shitting on it i'm just curious and uh that's everything in the world of video game news that i was able to grab in the world of tcg uh next week pokemon fusion strike that releases november 12th that's the next set for pokemon um, earlier this week, Japan, or last week, Japan announced that their next OCG set, Starbirth, is coming out in January, and this week, well, because Japan announced that, and we kind of figured, well, that's where those new V-Star cards, which they announced a while back, are gonna go, we have the next TCG set announced, called Brilliant Stars, set for February 25th, 2022. I think I have friends that'll get, uh, get on that pretty quickly. In the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! in the TCG world, the Grand Creators Booster Box comes out December 3rd. Hidden Arsenal Chapter 1 on January 28th. The Battle of Chaos on February 11th. And uh, in January, we're also going to be getting some new Funko Pop figures of Stardust Dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds, the Winged Dragon of Ra, the Egyptian God card, and Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. That's pretty tight. 
That's actually really cool. I had no idea Yu-Gi-Oh was still going. It, it they are so in the series wise, we are currently on Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens. It's the seventh huh. anime. Um but it's a very different that like the cards that they release for sevens actually have to be their own separate thing away from the main game. Because it's do they function differently? The game functions differently. Interesting. Um, instead of uh, to put this in, like we'll probably I can I'll, I'll kind of tease this. We'll probably be talking a lot of Yu Gi Oh in an upcoming episode with a future guest. Um, but to put this in smallest terms possible, it's like a condensed version of the game Sevens is. Okay, and you're able to do a lot more combos with it, like basic combos that anybody could do instead of having to build a deck specifically and then learn the deck so you can learn how each card works with each other. It's more like so now more I can just do friendly shorter version. Essentially, yes. Okay. That's cool. It's actually really cool. I had no idea. And in the world of Magic the Gathering, Innistrad Crimson Vow, the online release happens next week on November 11th and the full release on November 19th. And in the world of board game news, Polygon, has uh, the, the gaming website, has put together a list of the 22 best board games. And while it can be subjective to a lot of uh, board game aficionados out there, uh, you could find a new favorite on there. Or you could see your favorites up there already and uh, either praise or diss them. But, you know, be respectful. It's subjective. <laughs> I like it. And uh, that's the week in review. Any last comments you got, Nick? Oh, that was good. Well done. Round of applause. Nicely. Nicely <laughs> thank done. you. Thank you. Uh, moving on to what games are coming out next week. Here's what should be on your radar for November 8th to 14th. From AAA titles to upcoming indies and random shovelware, here's what's coming out next week that should be on your radar. Uh, starting off, there are no game releases on the Monday, but on Tuesday, Airborne Kingdom comes to all the consoles. Disney Classic Games Collection comes to the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. This contains the NES and Sega versions of Aladdin, Lion King, and Jungle Book. Uh, Football Manager 2022 comes out on the Xbox One and PC. Forza Horizon 5 comes to the Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Jurassic World Evolution 2 comes to everything except the Switch. And My Singing Monsters Playground comes to all the consoles. On Wednesday, Among Trees comes to the PC. And Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster comes to the PC. On Thursday, Bright Memory Infinite comes to the PC. Kainga, or Kainga, The Seeds of Civilization comes to the PC. Killer in the Cabin and Breakwaters also come to the PC. Epic Chef comes to the Xbox One, Switch, PS4, and PC. Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, comes out on everything. Yes, even the Switch. You can play Grand Theft Auto on the Switch now. That just doesn't sound like a Nintendo thing, but I like it. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic makes Switch to Switch as well. Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition comes to the PS5 and Series X. Huh. And on Friday, Punk Wars comes to the PC, and Shin Megami Tensei V comes to the Nintendo Switch. Any thoughts? Um, so, 
I, I keep getting asked by one specific person if I'm going to play Forza Horizon 5. That just stood out to me. Like they they asked so many times on stream. Um, that the Forza Horizon games were pretty good, but fell off after like the second one. The Elder Scrolls Five, uh, the the special edition. What is that? Is that going to be? It's like just special, more... special because it's like, hey, it's now compatible with next gen consoles. Uh, it's okay, still so the it's... same game that you love that people meme to death because this is it, like so... now it's like what it's like tenth uh, release, dude. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, man. It's just a money grab at this point. Yeah, but people, hey, people are gonna play it because uh, they know that the Elder Scrolls Six is on the horizon. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's everything's looking good. I'm excited for Shin Megami Tensei Five. It's uh, the next RPG in the uh, SMT series, which we haven't seen for a while. And I think Four was released, or at least the last uh, Shin Megami Tensei game was released, to my knowledge, on the 3DS. Oh wow, that was a while ago. Well, I guess the most oh, wow. recent release was the was Nocturne and its HD re-release, okay. but featuring Dante count, from Devil May Cry, of course. Uh, I'm excited for it. I might pick it up because I'm a big Persona fan and I've never played an SMT game. And while there's like similarities, uh, SMT is like ten times harder. But will you have time to play it, Tony? Maybe. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, let me let me finish let me finish Lost Judgment and Mario Party Superstars. Oh wait, what comes and the new Pokemon game first cuz I know that that's coming out soon as well. Get back to me on that when you get there. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and that's uh, those are the games that should be on your radar. Uh, and now it's time for us to move on to our main discussions. Uh, here's what we're talking about this week in the Game Lounge. Covering a variety of topics with his weekly guests, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And to kick us off, Nick, why don't you intro our first segment? The Apex Legends new season. Yeah, so I Apex am... had a... You, you've been playing it. I love this thing more than I can explain, dude. It is so good. It is so they who the okay. Before we go over all the points, let me just like throw out the things that stand out to me. All new right. character, really love the new character. Think she does really well. Um, people have their own opinions, you know, nerf or buff or leave her how she is. I think she's fine exactly where she's at. The map is what. I think people who play first-person shooters, who play battle royales, like that's what we needed. Was a very, uh, it's got beach, forest, and and mountains. Like it's kind of everything that you would want to feel happy while playing it. You know, it's it's more relaxing, not just dirt, desert. Uh, things are very, you know, they're colorful, but it's, everything's it's, on it's fire. A, it's pretty vibrant. Yes, and, and it feels good. It, it functions well. Um, I think the, the the way that they reshape their ranking system works really well as as, as well. Um, I think overall, it's it's a huge huge W for Apex. Let's go. Good. To, that's pretty good to hear. Okay, so jumping into this, so what's how is the new season overall, and like what's changed from last season? How does it compare to last season? 
So I'm still fairly new. I think I jumped in like halfway through season nine and this new update season 11. So I'd oh, say okay. from season 10 to season 11, the overall feel of it is definitely better. Um, again, I've, I've heard different takes. I play a lot of uh, solo queuing. So I will hop in with random people and hear them, you know, say their thoughts on it. Some people just run their mouths not knowing what they're talking about. Others actually have like good opinions and it, I'll, I'll take all opinions. I just hate the whole like, this is trash. And you ask why, and they're like, I don't know, because it's trash. And I'm like, yeah, oh, as long as they, as long as they're able to back up their, back up yeah, what they're like saying. If, is if you usually... think it's trash, and that's just your opinion, then it's say that, but don't just repeat your answer that it's trash. Um, but I think overall, um, it's it's exciting. I think it's uh, refreshing. It's. I don't know. I, I think they just did a really good job with it. Now, that's very subjective. I know <laughs> I've heard other things where people are like, eh, the map's okay. The character could... She works really well here, but if you put her on, like, one of the other maps, because they took... They they vaulted two of their maps. So now it's oh, just okay. a new one. And then... um, I can't remember which... I think it's World's Edge. And then... I can't remember the new the new map's name, but... Um, with World's Edge, apparently she's going to be like OP in there or has been, um, because it's more like, uh, you know, she, her, her ult can send her, um, I don't even know how far in front of her, but she cuts through like a rift and then she can just appear somewhere else. And I guess on World's Edge, that's like a very OP power to have because you can just go like building to building and escape out of certain situations and go attack people that maybe were uh, had an advantage and now all of a sudden like that advantage gets thrown out the window which i think that's good because i feel like that's a different the perfect example is i was in a match the other day with um some friends playing and we had the low ground and they had the high ground and you would think that high ground is what wins but sometimes it's not because when the circle pushes you in they have to jump off which causes them to have to hit the ground and then you just completely melt them. But with this new character, she just cut them down there. And we totally didn't even think about it. We ended up winning, but like they almost got us because they went behind us and we didn't even think about it. So it's like she adds this new element that not a lot of the other characters. Actually, I don't think any of the other characters did. So I think overall, um, we need a little bit more time on it to see exactly how everything plays out. But I think it's it's very well done. Yeah, I think that's like a always usually a big thing when new characters with like new abilities are added is that maybe like that first month of when they come out to figure out what needs to change with said character for the next patch, if anything yeah. at all. And and I think Apex does a really good job with, for the most part, um, listening to the community and changing what's necessary. Um, I mean, they had in season 10, the last season, they had... Um, seer come out and seer was broken for about three weeks but i mean that's a fair amount of time to have to restructure a character and restructure all the different things that were yeah honestly like three weeks that's a pretty good turnaround it's, it's good honestly. i mean dude last time i was here i was talking about how warzone doesn't take care of shit they don't yeah. care like they don't care about their game and, and then three week turnaround to to fix a character that's broken i think it, it once everybody gets a feel for what this new character is like I think the guns balanced well. I've heard people say like this is the first season release um, with a new makeover that they've done 
really well for i don't even know how many seasons they said they just said this was really well done and it was released perfectly the servers are working and so i've heard more positive than negative about it that's good that's really good for apex Mm -hmm. and like i like of all the battle royales i think i have like the most respect for apex because it's also like it reminds people of the good old days of titanfall because it is the same developers Right, right, and it's the same universe, which uh, I always out myself on this because I just didn't know, but I had no idea that it was the same universe and that, like, Ash, I learned the other day, um, the new character, Ash, it used to be a uh, a boss in Titanfall 2, one of the oh, villains wait, that actually? you had to fight or something. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, and that also that uh, Ash and Pathfinder were a couple, Um and that something along the lines, I may screw this up. So anybody that's listening that knows, forgive me. But I think like Pathfinder was dating Ash when Ash was a human or something like that. And then something happened. She said something that hurt like Path's feelings. And I think Path killed her or something like that. And then she, she gets reincarnated into this, this uh, robot. And they have conversations now in the game where they would be like, oh, hey, ex-girlfriend. Like, that's what Pathfinder says to her. And I'm like, this is so... I had no idea any of this existed. Hello, ex-girlfriend. Remember when I murdered you? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Just like random stuff like that. Now, again, I may have butchered it. Forgive me if I did. But it's something along those lines where she died and they did date. I know that part's a fact. But yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting to see all the different... And that's... Apex, like you said, does does really well as a game. They do really well as continuing the story. It keeps it uh, engaging and entertaining. It's the best BR out right now, in my opinion. I mean, other people can argue that Fortnite is up there as well, but Fortnite's never been my type of game. Um, uh, oh, sorry, one second. I'm hearing a knock on my door from Ninja Tyler Blevins. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, right? <laughs> See, and, and so like... I, I'm always curious what people like him think about Ape. I, I've seen him play Apex. He likes Apex. I've seen Cypher PK play it. I've seen, uh, I mean, Nick Merckx is over there now. Tim the Tatman won't touch it anymore. Um, it, it just depends on on who you're watching and what their thoughts are on the different games. But I'd say Fortnite and Apex are like up there with, I don't, Fortnite doesn't have a ranking system, right? I think all they have is the battle pass to my knowledge. I don't think right. they ever so- did a ranking And I think that's where Apex uh, takes the cake is there. And that's what's changed. So one of the things in here says what what's changed since last season, Um, they changed their ranking system. So it's I'm still a little rusty on it. I'm I'm still trying to learn exactly what it is. But last season it was uh, you get kill points. So you have um, it's called KP and you could get a max of six KP so you can get kills and assists that equal up to six whether that's one and five two kills four assists you know six kills straight but once you hit the max kp that's it for for kill points and the rest you want to get is placement and kp adds into the rp so kill points add into the what i i think are ranked points is what rp stands for makes sense and um so it, it, it was very well put together it was you get your six each kill was 12 points or each assist was 12 points, you could literally put a bullet in somebody and someone else could kill them on your team and you get the assist. You could have like 10 damage and it was great. So um, that was a max of like 72 points at the end and then you just wanted to get placement. Well, now with this, 
it's the KP. If you kill someone in the same rank as you, if you're silver and they're silver, you get um, it's like 10 or 12 points, right? But if somebody is a higher level than you, you get depending on how much of a higher level, if they're if you're silver, they're gold, it's two. If you're silver, they're platinum, it's like five extra points per kill. Um, and then the same in reverse, where if like you're silver, they're bronze, it's less points. Yeah. And then as you continue to place higher in the round, like seventh, sixth, fifth place, all that, um, you get multipliers. So now it's 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 easier to get um points and it's not so dire like i think i was i don't know oh oh, and the max kp is also seven now so like i think i had seven kp and we were in like sixth place or something like that and i had like 140 points which i was like oh this is actually really good like you can you can rank up it's not easier it's just smoother yeah so i think i think they did really well with that as well nice that's pretty good that's uh very very good um so that's everything that's changed and everything's that's been added um any big buffs or nerfs to the other characters oh um that you know of yes the big buff that happened was on watson i don't know all of her all of her buffs but she has become so strong um it's almost like do you know how caustic plays like no. caustic the character with all the smokes and what uh, he has like the poison gas okay i know who you're um, talking about don't know how they, he plays so so caustic has all these poison gas cans which are the most terrible things to run into especially in a room because it's like it blinds you it uh uh makes your health drop down you're disoriented you're moving slower i mean it might as well reach through the screen and slap you a few times like it's it's rough <laughs> um she kind of plays like that now like i ran into a room once and this person had like six different electrical fences set up and if you walk through that it's the same thing it's like shocking you to death you can't see straight you can't move you can't hear you can't taste your your toes are falling <laughs> off like it's just our birds heads are falling off like it it's, oh my god it's bad not it's, the toes um, not the toes but but she got a big buff i can't remember off the top of my head about everybody else um and then the the guns changed up quite a bit, but that list goes on forever. Like, yeah. What are some just, of the What are some of the hot guns that people want to get in this new season of Apex? Uh, I think everything's okay. So one of the things the the Peacekeeper, which is a shotgun, I believe got a nerf, but the Mastiff got a buff. And the Mastiff is, I mean, dude, I. I had someone put a Mastiff in my chest and I think I got down in like one shot when I had like pretty decent health, like meaning like a, like a blue shield and full white. It was nuts. I was like, I didn't even know this thing could do that. I've been one shot a few times up close. Um, <laughs> but, but as far as like all the other guns, what what's cool about this game and what I, I tilt my hat to uh, Apex for is that there is no one set way of playing um whereas warzone and i don't know about any other games but like warzone and call of duty uh perfect examples in vanguard they have a broken gun already oh um, it's the very boy. first one of the very first guns you can get it's it's broken like it just melts people and so that is like okay you have this gun you have the advantage um in apex it's like you just use whatever you're most comfortable with i've won games with shotguns with snipers with ars with smgs so there isn't 
a specific loadout. Although I swear by uh, the the three hundred one and the wingman, like that's my my combination. It's just a a, a hard hitting pistol magnum gun thing. Um, I don't even know what that's considered. I think it's just a pistol. And then uh, the three hundred one is an AR, and so those two mixed up together is is really good for me. Okay. Um, how's the, uh, have they laid out any roadmap plans for things later down this season for future seasons? Uh, not that I know of. I'm really bad at checking in on lore for games. I am like, I am your basic, what you would consider your basic meathead when it comes to video <laughs> games. Like I just hop in and I'm like, nice, we got a new shooter. And then I just get in there and I like the occasional stories, but, uh, I don't pay too much attention to the lore. So as far as where they're going, whether it's lore or uh, what updates are coming, I, I don't know right now. And maybe that also might be, I try to keep up with it as much as possible. I don't think anything else has been said on it because I think the season came out this week. Oh, right? shit. Okay. Yeah. I think I think it actually, the, the season was released this week. So that, so it's fresh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's like brand new. I think I think Monday was the first Monday or last, I can't remember already. I already forgot. But yeah, it, it's very it's very recent. Okay. Well, that's still pretty good. We when it comes to battle royale games, like we're usually like talking like when we've have talked about it, it's like we're we're like either so deep into like the previous season that it's like we never get like that fresh hot take on like a brand new season. Mm-hmm. So this is this is nice timing. It's very nice timing. Yeah, I think I think it's a breath of fresh air, and I think they did really well with it. Yeah. Um, anything that you would like to see them fix down the line, if anything? Like I, like I said, I'm I'm still. I played the game when it first came out. Uh, I'm talking like season one. It might have even been beta. I can't remember, but I think it was like season one. Um, and then hopped in again, like halfway through season nine. So I don't really have a hat in that race of like discussing what should be added what should be taken out uh, but also i mean they do so well with it that i think at that point it's it's subjective versus objective and subjectively i think they do beautifully like i, I think i think it's a really well done season and i think it's it's very well balanced as well okay okay um anything else that you want to add on apex because the community, um, actually, as you said before, it's pretty mixed. Stop solo queuing <laughs> if you're not going to talk or use the in-game comms to ping things. I'm so tired of this at this point. Like, like I understand not everybody has a microphone. Sometimes people have beautiful microphones and don't want to use them. That's okay. There's an in-game pinging system. Please learn how to use it so that you don't die. And then and then turn on your mic and yell at me. Why didn't you come help me? Because I didn't know you were 400 meters away because I'm busy fighting my own fight. Like it's it's nuts, dude. Some 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 games are just so rough. I can imagine when it comes to a game like this, I would probably really only I would try to hop on more with like friends and stuff because I, I can't do it with I can't do like like when it relies on like a team mechanic with randos it's uh -huh. much trickier for me 
Yeah, yeah. Everybody has different playing styles. Everybody wants to do their own thing. You have your uh, scared people that want to follow someone, and then you have your chads that want to go play a 1v3, which doesn't make any sense for a team comp game. But um, I think you can come across people, which I have. I've actually come across like a, a I think it was yes, no, Thursday, Thursday and Tuesday were really good. Wednesday was really bad, but those were really good for like, I hopped into games into to solo queuing with a bunch of people and added a few of, of them because they were so it was so well played and everybody kind of had like a general idea of, OK, this is what we need to do. And we just do it in our own ways, but we stay close. And I'm like, OK, cool. That's how you need to play the game. So I'd say that happens about 30, 40 percent of the time. But I'll take it. I'll take the good with yeah, the bad. those are those are decent odds. Yeah, not bad at all. I'm going to play with those odds uh, <laughs> then on a, the, with the Fortnite kids. Fortnite, oh, yeah, Fortnite, the, Fortnite. And, and the other thing is, like, especially if you're streaming like myself, like, you don't, you got to trust people, too, that they're not going to ruin your stream. And Fortnite, it just feels like that's where all, the Fortnite and Call of Duty is where uh, yeah. the really terrible ones go. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty. It, yeah. I mean, I literally played Vanguard last night and had to uh, deafen the comms in game because uh, it's back to um, if you ever played uh, Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare Two and the lobbies. Uh, <laughs> if if you uh, know what those sounded like, you uh, pretty much know what these ones sound. Oh, it's back! Yeah, it's back. Heavy. <laughs> Let me sing you the song of my people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah uh, oh, the good days uh-huh ah lovely all righty um well moving on to um that's about it for apex so we're gonna move on to our second topic of the day which actually is a couple uh wraps up into one Yes, uh, so we got a grab bag, uh, a bunch of games that you've been playing, have played. Um, so we'll just start with the, the first one that we got here. Vanguard, more Vanguard talk, because, you know, it just came out. Yes. Uh, you've shared a couple thoughts, but share more of your thoughts on this game. I think um, it's going to do better than Cold War. I think Cold War pissed a lot of people off and it played very poorly. Oh, um, it has the same engine and mechanics as uh, Warzone did, which was, what was that? Modern Warfare? I yeah. Guess, right? So it has that same engine. It plays like that. The the slide canceling, the the movement, every, it feels natural to people who played Warzone for the past year and a half, almost two years. Um, I think I need to give it some more time before I have more detailed thoughts on it. But I think it's just me not me being rusty to Call of Duty since switching over to Apex. Um, yeah, it's a little rough for me. I'm not the type of person that can hop back and forth between games. My brain locks it in on one and learning how to play it. And so, uh, I mean, I play on controller for anybody that doesn't know. I'm not a PC gamer. I'm a PC gamer, but on a controller. Hey, same. And so 
it's nice. It's it's the way that I've always played games, so it yeah. feels good. I tried mouse and keys for three months, and it was a disaster, but I gave it a go. I only use um, mouse and keyboard for Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, later on, we'll get back to mouse and keyboard with New World, but um, just what I was going to say, the whole controller point was the fact that, like, in Apex, you ping with RB on an Xbox controller, and in Call of Duty, you throw a grenade with RB. So you can only imagine <laughs> how many times I'm blowing things up that I shouldn't be blowing up. Um, uh, oh, God. Yeah. You probably have it's, this. It's, you you honestly probably have this week's uh, Achievement of the Week already. Oh, awesome. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think I think it's it's new and I need to give it some time, but I am excited to play it. Okay. Are you going to jump into the campaign? I am actually. Um, Cold War. I tried it. It just didn't catch my attention enough. I mean, it. it, it I feel like so Cold War was really for those people who loved the Black Ops games. Yes. Well, I think even I don't know. Like I felt so removed from it. I just didn't. Whereas, like this is kind of like a World War Two one, and it's got. I, I, I don't know. I feel like those are a little bit more entertaining to me. Yeah. I know that sounds ridiculous because it's it's, it's, like it's more of head to head combat than espionage mental combat who's gonna blow up the world first the u.s or russia i don't know right and and we'll see we'll see how the it goes but it does look a little more enticing whereas like cold war just i was so like what am i what is this what am i playing um but i don't know we'll see okay if you guys heard how it compares to the other entries a bit uh with that um so issues that they have off the bat because obviously it's a brand new game and you and you said earlier that they already have a broken gun what is this broken yeah. gun that <laughs> that you get so uh I've, I've again played it very briefly but watched it more than i've played mm-hmm. and just watched all the uh the bigger streamers that i i pay attention to um talk about it and i've i've even seen it myself i played in that little bit and i was like what is this it's uh called the stg and it's an assault rifle but it melts. I mean, like you get the right attachments on it, even without the right attachments, the the time to kill seems faster than any other gun. There's another gun as well that's broken in there, but I think you unlock it later. Whereas the STG is the very first gun you get. So, oh, I don't know. It's 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 a little odd. It's a little odd to have a gun be broken off the rip. And they've also added those guns into Warzone already, and it's broken in there as well. Oh, no. So. I, I don't know, man. They okay, just uh, they so, constantly. Um, how how long till they fix it? Another give it a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, roughly, uh, maybe <laughs> oh, a year no. and a half. Just be patient, everybody, and it'll get fixed. Um, <laughs> no. But oh, no. that mixed in with they have their anti cheat that came out called Ricochet. Oh, that, that's uh, a cool name for an anti cheat. I, I thought so too. I think it's really dope. Um, I from what I understand with Warzone, and I learned this uh, in between the last time that I was on and now was that the reason that there wasn't an anti cheat added to the game later was because with anti cheats, you have to build your game around the anti cheat, not oh. slap it on like a bandaid. Okay. And I guess the source codes when Warzone was coming out, got leaked. So Ooh. if they even tried to do anything, people were already going to have workarounds anyway. Whereas with the new Warzone coming out December 2nd, um, it's going to be rebuilt around it. Uh, but from what I've heard, and it's just some sources, some sources say, you know, the clickbait, um, that people have already found hacks into Ricochet, which if that is true, there are either very determined, terrible people out there that have nothing better to do, 
or or that Annie cheat that we haven't really even seen go into full effect yet. Like it's out, but we don't know how it's going to work yet. Um, is it as good as it says? Yeah, exactly. Which you would think a multi-billion-dollar company with a B would figure something out that's maybe not crackable. I don't know. Wasn't it like companies and and even governments hire hackers to break yeah, into yes, the system? They to they, test they it? do that. So why aren't they doing this? Like that's what I'm saying. I, ha- like, I have an answer. Up. It's because it's Activision. It's because they don't care, dude. Everything's a cash too. grab. As long well, as yeah, that's that's money, why they don't care. Activision is probably just as money hungry as EA is. Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. So like, we'll see. We'll see. As of right now, and this is a few days out. It's good. I think it's good. I think it's a it's a fun game. It's a fun little mindless shooter. I need to figure out exactly how to not get into the 24 versus 24 lobbies. I haven't figured out how to <laughs> change the preferences just yet, but um, it's cool. It's a, it's a good game to play with your friends. You could drink and play it. You could sit around and eat food and play because it's not like a BR where it needs your attention for every single move. Yeah. It's like, eh, if I need to take a break, nothing's going to happen. Damn, I'm just going to enjoy this uh, steak dinner and wine while I uh, play yes. my Call of Duty. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Ah, yes. Triple A, A5 Wagyu quality steak uh, from the finest cows of Japan. You're Uh, so stupid. (laughs) With a side of roasted garlic mashed potatoes and roasted asparagus over a charcoal grill. Okay, but this sounds really good. (laughs) That was very well done. Like It sounds like you've had this quite a few times. Uh, No, I just watch a lot of Food Network. Ah, Food Network. Or I used to watch a lot of Food Network. When like, you had time, when I had time, when I had time back uh, in my college days, when it was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna watch some television. And it was always that's what my sister does too. My sister and brother in law love the Food Network; it's always on. Dude, okay, off topic here. Bobby Flay is leaving Food Network. I did not know that. I don't pay attention to him much. Yeah, neither do that, I. But like, I saw a report. Yeah, Bobby Flay is leaving the Food Network. That's like a huge thing, is it not? Uh, he's one of their big draws, but then again, all his right. food is basically the same southwestern style. Southwestern, gotta put some barbecue sauce on it. Um, so that, I, I mean, I'm still sure they're gonna air all the repeats of Beat Bobby Flay and whatever other show he had. Absolutely, but like they're gonna I, I, I've said this before, um, Food Network, sixty percent of its original shows are Guy Fieri. Really? Yep. Like actually, or are you just no? I, I, I I'm f- full on because every uh, every show on Food Network is either a tutorial cooking show or uh, some sort of cooking competition, like Chopped or um, whatever it is. It's just like it's like four chefs and they're cooking a dish for a panel of judges. Same concept. Mm. Guy Fieri, he's he he's got diners, di- drive-ins, and dives. Unique. He yep. goes out, and while there are some copies of that, like Carnival Eats or like You Gotta Eat Here, Guy Fieri. I mean, do any of them have fucking frosted tips, goatee, and flame shirt? No. And for the past how long? And for now? the past 15, how long? Like, yeah, he's years? been doing it the longest as well, which is why yeah. he pioneered it. And oh then, boy, of course, you have women and money. Exactly. And then you have Guy's Grocery Games. 
Which is, is you, they go grocery shopping in their own, in guys' own supermarket sets for the ingredients to then right. cook for a panel of judges. But again, guy does it uniquely. And the right. fact that he has two completely different shows, whereas everybody else maybe has like the one show and then right. they'll appear on everything else. Guy, no. That's why Guy Fieri owns like 60% of the Food Network programming. Yeah, he's 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 top dog, dude. That's amazing. I mean, it's it's really cool to see. Brings it down him. to Flavortown. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, Food Network uh, Food Network conversation over. Moving on to the next game, New World. The yes. Amazon MMO where you're not allowed oh, yeah. to name your where you're not allowed to name your character Jeffrey Bezos. What do you mean? There's do you I've seen so many. Oh yeah, people. So apparently, they put in a thing where it's like, hey, they put in a thing where you cannot name your character Bezos or anything like that. But apparently, people have found ways around that. But yeah, they 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 legit put a thing in. But I guess people have broken it already. I did not know they did that. That's actually really funny because I've seen, I've seen Jeffrey Bezos. I've seen Jeffrey uh, like different renditions of the same name. But now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I ever saw his actual name. Yeah, you can't put that, and you also can't name yourself Amazon either. Jesus, man. Oh, you know what? That makes more sense, though, why people did that then, why they named themselves the way they did, because they were trying to find workarounds. I see now. That makes... I was like, why do I see so... Like, I, what's the joke I'm missing? That's it. That's it. That, that is it. Um. So for those of people who don't know exactly, aside from it just being the Amazon MMO, what is New World? What does it all entail? <laughs> loaded question i know no um it's not even so much a loaded question as much as it is like okay for what the game is i mean it's just your your mmorpg like you know going out there and, and mining for stuff or cutting down trees and getting your your life skills up um okay oh so it's the, the it's the amazon employee simulator got it deforet- deforetization yes, actually, just, coal mining <laughs> uh, raising, not making enough uh, money not making uh, enough. <laughs> trying, to, trying to figure out how to feed yourself yes it's um oh it's god <laughs> oh god so uh it's um it's i don't understand i don't know what the story is that's why when it's like what is new world i don't know i don't know if it's because i don't care or because it wasn't explained but like you're a pirate i think <laughs> i don't i don't like he, the the whole thing is like i'll say a prayer for your crew is like the the last line of the commercials but like i haven't been on a boat like i don't oh my god i, I don't have a crew like i don't know so as far as like what it is in terms of story and what you are don't know but it is it it's fun because it's um it's got open world comms, which is insane. I mean, the the content for anybody that's a content creator like myself, it is beautiful. I mean, I've had conversations with people that I don't even know where they are in the world, but I was like, "What did we just talk about?" And it's and then, and then you never see him again. Oh. I I had a uh, I had been in one town, which the map is huge, by the way. Yeah, very very large. Um, I was in one city and did like a can I get a uh, yeah. And one guy ran by and he's like, huh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not joking. An hour later in a completely different part of the map, I just scream out randomly again. Can I get a huh? Yeah. And the same guy comes out of nowhere. He goes, is that you again? Is that you? <laughs> and he just goes, 
oh, yeah. And like we start discussing and then I've never seen him again since. Wow. So it's like that's the the best part about the game for me, at least. Um, it's also fun because if you if you don't have a group of people to play with, you can meet people literally by using the comms. Um, you can uh, do the dungeons that they have or the excavations, they call them with randoms um and people walk you through them you've i've met maybe like one bad person in there and the rest have just been fun people that have like a good time playing so if you don't have a group you can find one pretty easily if you uh do have a group it's a blast dude i mean you're running around you're you're shooting deer and and going fishing and and cutting down trees so the life skills are really fun and then the best part about the game which i didn't know was a thing uh i just heard it so many times that now it's burned into my head is that you can um they're like oh you can change your classes like you're not just stuck being a mage or a oh, healer shit. or an archer you can literally pick up any weapon at any time whenever you want and level it up and nice. it is constantly changing so uh for example i am mainly using a hatchet i think i've fully upgraded my hatchet now or very close to fully upgrading it and uh the secondary weapon that i use is either like a musket or like a healing staff, right? Right. Whenever I'm bored, and the fact, okay, that's a perfect example. As I said, a musket or a healing staff, like I can just switch. Like, oh, we have an excavation where we need an extra healer. Can someone switch off of, I don't know, your your rapier and move to a healing staff? And it's like, oh, well, I don't know if I have it leveled. If you do, then great. If you don't, like it, you can constantly change how you play. So you're not stuck doing one thing. Dang. That's kind of like Skyrim yeah. in a sense. Uh, yes, exactly. So it was, it's like a mixture of, oh, I forget what games everybody was saying, but it's like a Skyrim uh, World of Warcraft kind of. Yeah, the limited. MMO sense of it is where like the yes. Warcraft sense comes from. Exactly. And um, and then pirates, I guess. But Yar. the the part about this game is it's not hard to pick up at all. Um, I mean, it's very user friendly. It's I, I never touched. Wow. I, I can't say never. I tried when I was like 12 because my brother in law was into it, but it just didn't sit with me Um, where you just have like 400 things on your screen. I couldn't. Yeah. That's too much. Uh, it's too much. We actually talked about a little bit of WoW last week with our Destiny Insider Jackson, who has put in 1,700 hours of Destiny 2. Uh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he, he said the same thing where it's like where Destiny is very kind of more user-friendly to World of yes. Warcraft. It is the iPhone of phones, uh, New World, and it's and Destiny is uh, the iPhone as well of like its genre of thing. Because like iPhones are user friendly. Androids have too much. I don't want an. I don't need a mini computer in my hand. I need like a dumb mini computer in my hand. <laughs> um, so like, I think that's where New World thrives. I think that's why it got the response that it did, and it continues to get the response that it did. Um, so my thoughts on on that and like what exactly is it? it, it it's confusing. If yeah, you want to pay attention I, I, to the story, I, go for it. Yeah. So during all this, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go to its Wikipedia page. Where it's going to have, you know, a plot synopsis of, like, you know, a kind of a general idea. You know what uh -huh. I got? The game is set on a fictional island in the Atlantic Ocean known as Aeternum Island. That's it. Is that it? That's it. Dude, that, that's because that's all anybody knows. That's like, all it, everybody not, knows. 
which like I kind of tilt my hat to that a little bit, but also in like a confusion way. Like yes. I'll tilt my head as well as my hat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like I'm tilted. You don't. Uh, you're not removed from the game because you don't know the story because there is no fucking story. There's nothing there. Like it's it's like you just turn it on yeah. and you start playing. It's just like, hey guys, go. Yeah. We're that's, just like, wait, that's, why? Think, right. And so like whenever there's any context, I'm like, I don't care. I don't. I'm literally here to get content like it is it the, yeah it's just an mmo where you run around and talk to people and then smash things and it's great yeah uh i do i have heard one big issue that seems to be happening is that there's okay. not enough gold i don't know anything about that just because like when it comes down to the gold from what i know and as you get later on in the game um there's going to be obviously more and more challenges and that's when you start upgrading your equipment in different ways and putting on gems and and augmenting all this stuff um so like none of that stuff really matters at least in the first 30 levels because i got to level 30 and then just kind of stopped playing which we can talk about later but like um i i don't know i i know that you used gold to go to the trading post if you needed something simple but as far as like not enough gold, I, I have no idea. Yeah, so apparently, and I was reading a lot of reports on this that were coming out. Uh, apparently, their economy system is breaking. Oh, weird. Yeah, uh, people are. Uh, I I think like part of it is there's not enough gold, and people are also just fi- finding ways to break the game now a little bit. Well, as everybody does. As everybody the world does. Is just- yeah, I'm so tired of it, dude. You can't <laughs> like. Why can't I, we I just fix something? Like, God damn it! Right, like I sometimes feel like we're not. I, I don't know. Like, am I complaining too much, or is the game this broken? Like, I don't know the the fine line that I'm walking there. I haven't figured it out because yeah. I'm just like, like you would think, oh, new Call of Duty, and then it's just like, yeah, but there's hackers. And it's like, what? Like, I just turned it on. I literally just turned this game on. This game like, literally came new- out a minute ago. Yeah, already hackers. It, that's what I'm saying, man. And it's like, am I complaining or or is there some expectation that should be met here? So I don't I don't know. But like the fact that their game's already breaking and it's been like a couple months. Well, you see, it's not even the game. It's legit just the economy. Everything else seems to be like I, I read this one. It's like the economy's breaking, but I'm just here chopping trees. Yeah, well, that's what I'm confused on is like, I don't understand how like. Like, did they not print enough money? Like, I don't under what. I mean, I think, I think, break? I think how we just explained it earlier. This is the Amazon Life Simulator. Yeah, like everybody's just deforestation, coal mining, not enough money. Fuck, man, Jesus Christ! And there's probably <laughs> yeah, some uh... toxic gas in the air, and we're gonna hell freeze over. Yeah, probably, and eventually, New World will become your real life, and you'll be sucked in, and then you're just working as New a World miner. will uh, get a new name called Amazon Simulator. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it, and you're just a pirate, and you have literally zero idea how you got there. You just fell out of the sky. Exactly. Um. So why did you drop off? Uh, how did you drop off? Uh, in all that stuff. So. I've never, like I said before, been like a big, well, I, I, I don't think I pointed this out. I never played WoW, right? But I've never been a big MMO or RPG type person. Like I don't, the grind of like, get your life skill up by chopping trees for three hours. I'm like, for three hours, I'm just chopping trees. Like, 
No, my brain needs. I, I am a child. It needs constant stimulation. Can it I sing a sea like, shanty uh, while I chop these trees? Yeah, like I mean, you can play music and do all of that, but at the same time, like I'm the type of person that wants to. Uh, like, I don't want to run through a game necessarily, but I want to do fun things in the mix of the slow yeah. things. No, I, 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 I understand it, that entirely. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, like, unless you are, you've been a fan of those since you were a kid, and then, like, sure, it does great. Like, I know people that grinded this game. Like, for the beta, I would actually say I put more grinding time and hours into the beta than I did into the actual game just because like it was new and fresh and I was like oh this is cool and we had friends playing but one of the main things was a lot of the friends that I was playing with stopped playing Mm. they you know they also kind of lost a little bit of interest on it there were uh different things like the fact that the servers were break the first two three or four weeks the, the servers were broken um they were either too full the waiting queues were taking hours um they like for example i went into an excavation the dungeon that they have and we were fighting a boss it was me and like five other random or four other random guys and um the boss would hit me from across the map oh and and then if you look at someone else's point of view which i had a few friends in there once i actually looked at theirs and they're like you didn't dodge or or where are you seeing him and we were seeing him at two completely different points of the map oh god it was it was broken broken um and that was just mostly in the the dungeons or excavations that they had problems so um as far as like the fall off the reason why was because they were fixing the servers and they were also telling everyone hey these servers um we're gonna allow you one free uh switch to whatever server that you and all your other friends want to go to and so that's what we were kind of waiting on but i don't know if that ever even happened Ah. and we were going to go to some server with like 40 other people and we had a good group but there was like a whole there was a whole background story to that but um it just kind of slowly fell off and then i just started grinding apex i went back to like the first person shooter i need instant gratification type stuff so Mm, i think that's the only reason i i dude i know people that hit max level and are still playing it yeah i mean people be crazy like that like our destiny insider jackson who is again yeah i uh 1700 hours that's insane man i love on the pc version alone alone which means he's done other yeah hours in different places dude that's nuts yep but as far as um new world uh issues we went over but will there be a drop-off um i don't know actually i mean I, i'm kind of curious right now like i know it's just twitch that i'm checking uh for anybody wh- what i'm about to say but like on new world's twitch category let me see i'm actually kind of curious how many people are playing and watching there are thirty-five thousand viewers so no i mean it's that's still got pretty a fair good. amount of viewers yeah that's that's fairly decent like that's not bad at all so i don't think it's gonna have a fall off but I do think that they are going to have to have um, uh, something to keep people's attention. Unlike um, Animal Crossing, they'll have to do something sooner. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, they'll just drop a giant random golden statue of everybody's Lord and Savior, savior uh, Befri Jesus, in the middle Befri of the Jesus, island. Yes. And they're just going to be like, there's something about it. 
But we're not going to tell you. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Yep. We'll do something it. with it. Dude, okay. Uh, before we move on from this game, uh, what's it about? There are spires, right? Just standing towers. And you're like, what is that? And you have no idea. Oh. Like, there's another spire off to the side that's like, it's the, like, uh, I don't know, two thirds of the way up. It's just shattered. And pieces are floating and like there's like its own gravitational pull up there. I don't know what that is. So like I don't I don't know. There has to be there has to be something. But maybe maybe I just didn't play enough. Maybe it does get explained later. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Or or maybe we will in the future. Who knows? But Who hopefully New knows? World gets uh, the attention it deserves because it was it's a fun game. Uh, and hopping into the last uh, game we're going to talk about, Knockout City, the dodgeball multiplayer game, which, uh, for those of you wondering, is now free on PlayStation Plus, uh, For if you oh, have wow. PlayStation Plus right now. Huh. Um, I love that game. I really do. I think Knockout City was very new, um, but I don't, I don't know. They didn't hold the attention. It, it, there there wasn't i think it was a perfectly structured still is a perfectly structured game that was going to allow tournaments and all sorts of competitions and there were maybe like a couple that i saw and then just disappeared like after that like it kind of just fell off there wasn't a lot of attention on it so there wasn't a lot of money to be made in it like i missed the first major competition and to be completely honest i'm not the type of person to be like yeah dude i'm good at every game that was the first game that I played where I picked up where I was like, I'm I'm like competition level good at this. I don't know why. I don't know how. It just made sense to me and I was working really well on it. Um, and then like a couple of my friends were down and then it kind of missed a few. We missed a few windows. And after the first few handful of like, hey, dude, this is a $5,000 tournament. I didn't see any more. It was just like, yeah, we'll, we'll have small people uh, here and there host like a you know, fifty or a hundred dollar tournament, which is cool. It's yeah, cool. It's don't get me nice. wrong, but there, there wasn't this. I don't, I don't know. There wasn't um this draw, and pull. they even had like yeah. like their first like major update happened too, where you, the the movie set stages, and like, but like that's also like the last thing that I heard about that game as well was like that update's coming, and it came out, and that was really all I really heard. Yeah, there's not. I don't know. It just <laughs> it was like this dude, this is dope. And then it was, what happened to it? Like, I have people asking me, they'll come into the stream and be like, hey, what happened to Knockout City? I'm like, I don't know. Like, for example, right now, do you want to take a, a guess on how many viewers? Again, just on Twitch. Just I on mean, Twitch there's, there's YouTube. Just on Twitch alone. You want to guess how many people are watching? Let's go for 3,000. 709. That's wow. I mean, the it, dude, it just fell. That, like, yeah, and it kind of just wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like one guy, which is surprising. Hey, good for you. He has drops enabled. Has like 177 people watching right now. Dope. But th- uh, there isn't like this crazy poll to go play. Yeah. Yeah, 700. It's kind of nuts. That kind and of he has one seventh of the viewers. Wow. <laughs> Maybe with uh, it being free on PlayStation Plus, might bring it back up a little bit. Um, 
to be honest, I mean, they and I'm not I'm not shitting on the game. I like I said, I love it. Yeah. I think they did really well with it, but they offered it free multiple times. They have, yeah. I mean, I I've seen so many people get it for free, and people were like, "Yeah, I'm down to play," and then it just kind of died off. But I don't know. Huh? Wow that that's one ha- wow you don't see that happen it, to many bad. modern games. There's usually like a good reason why it's like it drops off because it's like either yeah. like it's broken and the developers just aren't fixing it right away. But no, it's like they did. The, they've done everything perfectly in Fallout. It's just it people just lost interest. Off. Yeah, it, it is a I really mean, cool it, concept. Like it's an original concept too. Like dodgeball. Yeah. Like dodgeball Dodge, is dodgeball barely gravity things. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, like that kind of just blows my mind a little bit. Like wow. Um, one of the things that you have in here says, can they bring anything? Uh, or can they do anything to bring it back to life? Or you know. Uh, put more poll on people to come in to watch i don't know yeah i don't i i don't know i don't think so but i'm open to seeing if it does but because it's not like it's not like the game like the game is like mechanic wise it's pretty good like yeah it's tricky for it to it, even it worked well it it played well it uh was fun it was competitive there was some crazy stuff but like uh, yeah exactly it is it is one of those um, weird cases where a game that is just good all the way around doesn't do well. Kind of sad a little bit on that one. Yeah, a little bit. Not going to lie. It's, it's kind of <laughs> sad. Like, man, wow. Well, before we move on from every, is there anything else you want to add on anything? Call of Duty, New World, Knockout City? Anything you want to no, add? That's pretty much it for okay, those, then. yeah. Well, with that then, uh, that wraps up that. It's time for us now move on into the bonus level wacky lists weekly reports and a look back at video game history here's this week's bonus level and starting us off in the bonus level we got our community corner where i ask members of the community for questions every week um i do it uh via the discord which you can join uh by hopping into our twitch chats uh because i do stream on twitch here and there i'm a busy man though so they're not as frequent as I would like, but uh, tis the life of a working man. <laughs> True. Uh, but tis I also the life try to making that money. Yes, I also do try to uh, get it out on Twitter as well, which I'm bad at, but I'll get better at it. I swear. You're doing fine, man. You're doing fine. <laughs> um, but we got, I got, we got our one question uh, this week from actual trash PhD. He has a doctorate in trash. How do you feel that. about the retro game re-releases that are just running things through an emulator? I ask because of Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I was hoping for online co-op. No such luck. So explain exactly what he's talking about. Um, so Zombies Ate My Neighbors and its sequel recently got a HD re-release. HD. Okay. Um, but it's more or less just like an HD emulator that's running it. Okay. Uh, I Wait. Is it because I think this is the game that I'm thinking about? It looks very similar to the one that I played as a kid. That Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I'd never seen the first person of it, but I've always seen the third. Yeah, okay, this has to be the game. Um, so what was his question on it? Like, uh, how do you feel about the retro game re releases that are running things just through an emulator? I mean, I, I, I pay no attention to those. Like I said, that's not, in fact, I know a lot of people that have uh, thrown it out to me. I know uh, some family members that are into stuff like that. I've brought up my brother-in-law a few times, but I brought him up last time too, how uh, he's huge into like this whole world of 
retro games retro games coming back and and i mean he's into speed runs and all sorts of stuff all the stuff that like i have not that i have no interest in it it's that it just doesn't catch my attention as much so i can't really say i have any um opinion on it what about you I when it comes to like remakes of like retro games, I like it more when they do kind of like try to rebuild it from the ground up or at least try to like build it in a new engine where it's like same game. It's just like not just an emulator running it. So you're not just paying for like an emulator essentially, which you can get online for free. But so that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't feel like there's effort put into it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. Yeah, it's more just like a, a cash grab for playing your old favorite games. In uh... everything's a cash grab. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's. I think what's cool, it's a, it's a, a bittersweet thing is that um, you have. Wait, what was I gonna say? Crap, the whole cash grab thing. Um, companies that like don't. Oh, the bittersweet thing. The fact that we can point out when when companies aren't really in it for their community. Like we can point we can sniff it out, right? For like Call of Duty, go back to that. Uh which I didn't know, but a lot of the maps that they have in this new game are old maps. So it's like, what what? You didn't even try? You just used what you had before. It's not we didn't ask for throwbacks. We want new games. Like we want something new. And whereas like this is kind of just a cash grab of just like repeating what they've already done. They're just trying to um, put life back into their old games. It's like, no, like we're looking for something new, like take the same concept, but change it up, you know, re redo it. Um, So the bittersweet thing is that it's cool that we can sniff it out and be like, yeah, no, we don't really care about that. But it's it's bitter in the fact that like that's what we're given. Yeah, uh, that's my thought on on all that. I hope that answers that question. No, that does. Uh, moving on to top five, top five games you're looking forward to in 2022. Would you like me to start? Yeah, please. Okay. Um, so at number five, um, it's pretty early in the year when this one's coming out. It's a Pokemon Legends Arceus, the open world, poke open world Pokemon game that's, uh, uh, coming for the switch. Uh, I'm excited to play that. I, as I've said on the podcast, I am a huge Pokemon fan. We even have a whole dedicated Pokemon episode that you can go listen to as well, if you're a Pokemon fan as well. Uh, we talked more about this uh, back last season. It was a good time. Uh, I'm excited for it. It's uh, it lo- it's looking more promising now that uh, we've gotten more reveals for it. I, I think it's going to do really well. I think it's going to feed everybody what they've wanted. Hopefully. The big thing is like the fans versus Pokemon, but like regardless, people still buy it. And so I feel like it's going to do well regardless. It's just whether or not it's going to get, well, good feedback. Yeah, and the longevity of it. But I I don't know. I think it's such a cool concept that I think it will do really well because it's like, like I said, it's kind of feeding into everybody's love of Pokemon, but or Pokemon, however you want to say it, but changing the the way that it's it's being approached which is exactly what i was just saying is like it's the same concept just done in a new way i th- i think it's going to do well yeah uh number 4 saints row god i'm excited for the new saints row game 
So did you play all the other ones? I have played three, four, Got Out of Hell, and I have played a little bit of two. You didn't play one and two? I played a little bit of two because it's on PlayStation now. No. That's so But crazy. I have, I, here's the thing. I have watched all the cutscenes for one and two, so I do know the story. Okay. Okay. See, that's, that's where, like, I will agree with you on being excited for that game, but I played one and two and then thought the rest of them were just bad. What, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. You see, I love I wonder, I wonder. Saints Row the Third. It's one of my favorite video huh. games of all time, and I love that they did the HD re-release for it because uh, it's huh. just it brings it to the. I love three and four because I I like I I don't know I like it sets itself apart from GTA of being like way more over the top, right? And that's what I like about them. Huh. That's fair. That's fair. I I want to see what they do with this one because I think I played. I think I played a bit of three and it was so different from one and two because I just loved one and two where it was just a little bit different. Whereas like three felt like it was the game just snorted all sorts of drugs. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I like, mean, that they, is basically what they did, though. I wonder I wonder if that's a, a, a tear in people's arguments with these games then because of the fact that like I loved the originals, whereas like you love the amped up version. So it's like I wonder if people have that argument a lot. I don't really know. I've never really dived uh, into that. That'd be something to look into for a future episode. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. I also just love that, like, uh, fucking Burt Reynolds is the mayor in three. Is he actually? Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. You do missions for him where you gotta go uh, clear some nuclear waste. That's cool. I like that a lot. Um, so that's my number four. Uh, my number three is Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. It looks okay. interesting. It's uh, it's uh, done in the Warriors engine. It's a Final Fantasy game where it's like, I think it's like either like a retelling of the first Final Fantasy with new characters, or it's like, no, this is like even before the first Final Fantasy should be interesting to see it how should they be interesting I'm, about that. I'm kind of excited for it because it's interesting it, it, it's gonna be interesting to say the least and I'm kind right. of excited uh my number two is a tie I have two games that I'm tied for with my number two and it's Kirby and the Forgotten Lands the brand new okay. 3d Kirby game that's coming out next year and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Okay. The new Borderlands Dungeons and Dragons sh- looter shooter. That sounds insane. I have Tina's what? Tiny Tina's Wonder. Uh, did you ever? Pl- I don't, have you played Borderlands two? Uh, so uh, I played one a lot, and then kind of fell out of two. Played it a bit, and then never touched. Three. Okay. Um. So if you play through all of two and you do the DLCs, there D- there's a DLC where the cast play Dungeons and Dragons and Tiny Tina is the Dungeon Master. Okay. This is basically a standing on it of saying, hey guys, we made it an entire world. And we're just like, oh, so you can shoot dragons I'm, with guns. I'm seeing the, uh, the trailer now. Okay, so it's going to play as this. Oh, they used, uh, what's the, for the trailer, they used the, the one band where it's a heavy metal band with three girls oh baby metal baby baby metal they they use baby metal as the uh (laughs) 
in this trailer, yes. which is fantastic. Uh, also, Andy That's Samberg good. is lending his voice in the game as well. That's awesome. I love him. Yeah, he's great. Um, so yeah, those are tied up my number two. And uh, my number one, as cheesy as it is, is uh, Breath of the Wild 2. That's not that's not why is that cheesy? It's because it's because like it's a lot of people's anticipated game next year. Yeah, well, I mean it, it's but it's an anticipated it, it, game it, it, so it's Pokémon. While it so. is, it's like it's not like it's like oh, it's, it's like everybody else says that you just put in the you're you're sheep, man. You're fucking sheep. If, I'm like, if you're saying that about you and your choices, my fucking small list is just going to be like, wow, this guy really is the meathead of video games. <laughs> like I just literally go for it's not even just the popular titles because everybody that's literally what catches my attention i am i am like oh i guess there is <laughs> one more i want to put on there because hopefully it'll be oh, out next year is a uh, haunted chocolatier because no we don't know is. if it's coming out next year if it's gonna be much later it's basically concerned ape the developer of stardew valley it's his new game that's coming out uh see in stardew valley i'm so removed from that so like look oh really chocolate what is it? Haunted Chocolatier. You basically That's going to be on your list. You work it out. Everybody's you, anticipating that. You work in a fucking chocolate fat. You are Willy Wonka, but you work with <laughs> I ghosts. Think, I think what's what's great about me on this podcast is that I am the basic. Like, I'll probably be like one of your more basic guests ever, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Whereas like you, there's so many things in, in the list of stuff that we've talked about that are just so like out of my... I don't know, out of my vision. Um, Because, like, my list is very small. Uh, Mostly because the games that I do want to have come out are already coming out, which, again, meathead of video games. Like, Call of Duty is coming out. New Warzone's coming out, right? Uh, Halo, which is anticipated as hell. Um, Battlefield's coming out. But that's all. It's crazy that... (laughs) Uh, when was it? New World came out like a month ago. So it was in the last three months of this year. We are getting some insane titles. We are all all at once. That's it's and that and that's right how the now. fall season of video games always work. Fall is when everything big comes out because it's the kids are usually getting out of school for like their fall breaks and their winter breaks. The right. holidays are coming closer, so sales increase for these big games Absolutely. that just came out. And that's yeah. just how I mean, the Call industry Duty, works. They they throw up a game every year. Um, yeah. Whereas like Halo hasn't put out one in years. Yeah, Halo is. Uh, we talked about it last time. It's like been it's been the longest gap between two Halo games. Yes, absolutely. And then like you have the new Battlefield game coming out. New World was really cool and refreshing. So yeah, absolutely. There's definite. And you know what sucks is is being that I'm 26 now and I have. Um, the financial stability on my own to buy the games that I want. This is the time of year that not only sucks for parents, but sucks for kids too. uh, that maybe can't have the games all the time. Because I remember being a kid and always wanting the games, but especially because my dad was like, absolutely fucking not video games are going to rot your brain. Like that was his mentality. It's funny because that's what I do now to make (laughs) money is stream video games. Yeah. Um, But uh, it's, it's a really weird time of year because especially this year being with the the whole panorama that happened, um, there's so many games that are being put out all at once. I mean, dude, with with the games alone that I want to buy, it's like $400 on video games. Yeah, that's not even including the system. That's just to buy each video yeah. game that you want. It's like 
So it's it's a weird time right now it is. Uh, to have all those dumped at once, mm-hmm. but it's a fucking gold mine for content. Oh it, my it really god, is. it is, dude. The end of this year is gonna be incredible for streamers Absolute. and content creators. I'm and... excited for the Game Awards this year because I don't uh, think yeah. I don't think there's a clear cut winner this year for Game of the Year. No, no, there's no how how like literally how would you be able to to choose. It's like, I think that this year, like I said last year was a great game year for video games, which it was, but this year has done also some even more things that like, it's a, the past two to three years have been really good years of video games. Yes. And it's because it's catching more and more ground. I mean, you literally had on this list that Netflix has video games out, which is like, huh? Like everybody's getting into it. Amazon now has an RPG, like it it's it's nuts it's nuts and it, i don't think it's gonna slow down i mean <laughs> a pandemic didn't slow it I down i can't There's wait nothing for the exclusive tesla game that you can only play in the tesla car <laughs> well i mean dude even teslas have video games too so yeah they'll eventually have an exclusive one like you can play mario kart in your car with your steering wheel when the car is parked like that is insane I'm not joking. It's real. Yeah. Like that is a real thing that you and you can play against other people. That's, so that's that's amazing. It's nuts. But as far as like the games that I'm, one of them is not so like. Uh, it might be on everybody's list, but maybe not. Is um, where is it? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Horizon. For, oh, uh, Forbidden, Forbidden West. West. Yeah, dude, dude, that, huh. The first one was one of the best games I've ever played in my so, life. So uh, I still need to finish uh, Zero Dawn. I started it. I started. Oh. Uh, I started it like three months ago. It it won't kill you if you eventually don't get to it and watch the cutscenes. It's just the story is amazing. Oh, I, I heard like, so many great things about this. Uh, another friend of the podcast, Mac Ryan Mac, actually played through that semi. I say semi recently, like maybe like one to two months ago, maybe mm. three months. It's been he played it this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's uh it that okay, just to, to for anybody listening, um, it is just as good of a story. Like it's in my top three as uh right next to um I can't remember the name of the game right now. It's with Ellie and last of us. um Thank you. The Last of Us. I brought this up last time too. Insane. Insane game. That's where I put uh Horizon Zero Dawn. Like and and Forbidden West looks even crazier. Like it looks so good that I don't have a PS5, and I think I'm gonna buy one for this game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I'm gonna go spend a shit ton of money on something that I shouldn't because I want to play this game, and I refuse to wait. I think it took them three, four, or five years, something like that, to put the first game on PC. Yeah, but that's because Sony is pretty stingy esque with their exclusives. Absolutely. I mean, it, I wouldn't even say stingy s. They're definitely stingy. Yeah. Like it's just, it is what it is. Like I, you still can't play The Last of Us on. Well, can you play the first one on PC? No, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Just let me play it. It's already been out. You got your money. Make more money if you put it on PC. Uh, speaking of The but, Last of Us, real quick, uh, fun fact. Yes. So we had uh, my boy Nick Green, who's worked on the new H- uh, Last of Us show. Really. Uh, as a crew member. But a fun fact, wow. they've been filming uh, Last of Us all across Alberta, and they actually recently filmed at uh, my old post-secondary. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty dope. 
I uh, I live out in an area um, where they film a lot of different things. I'll tell you off air, but uh, yeah, it's always weird to hear when somebody is filming very close to you or something that was close to you. Dang. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really have much more on the list other than Ryzen. I, I know that sounds li- Oh, actually, you know what? Destiny 2's The Witch Queen, which I'm assuming you guys talked about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I am, uh, I'm excited about that. I think, I think that might be really good. Uh, might be. I don't know. Uh, a lot of it is like, again, a cash grab thing, but Destiny 2 was really good to me during the beginning of the pandemic and then i just kind of lost interest in it tried to pick it back up again with some friends for the new raids but and they have the the eh. 30th anniversary content coming out soon that's yes a ten dollar paywall to get of course but you do get like there's an ornament that it's basically the chief helmet master chief helmet that's pretty cool that's actually really cool i had no idea but um i think i think that's pretty much it on my list um yeah Alrighty then, well, from that, we'll move on to this week in gaming history from November 8th to 14th. Starting off on the 8th, 1992, Sega of America releases the Sega CD Multimedia Entertainment System with a CD player for $299 US dollars. It was an add-on product for the Genesis and it featured a... MSC 68,000 processor, two music CDs, two game discs, including Sherlock Holmes, Consulting Detective, Columns, Golden Axe, Revenge of the Shinobi, Streets of Rage, and Super Monaco GP1. On the 9th, 2004, Microsoft released Halo 2 for the Xbox in North America. $50, yes, $50 US for standard version or $55 for the deluxe. The first day sales totaled 2.4 million units in North America for 125 million US dollars in revenue. On the 10th, 1999, Warner Brothers released Pokemon the first movie to theaters. On the 11th, 2010, this comes back to good timing of when this game is getting released for the next gen consoles. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bethesda released Elder Scrolls V Skyrim for the PS3 and 360 in North America for the first time. 11 years ago. And then the funnier fact when I was gathering things in 2011, they re released it for those consoles. 10 years ago. <laughs> yup. <laughs> uh, on Friday the 12th, 2007, Nintendo released Super Mario Galaxy. For the Nintendo Wii in North America. On the 13th, 1982, Scott Safran of Pennsylvania scored a world record in asteroids of 41,336,440 points. Good God. Man was kind of cracked. Yeah. (laughs) And on the 14th in 2002, Microsoft officially launched the Xbox Live online gaming service in North America and released the Xbox Live starter kit priced at $50 US, including a one-year subscription to Xbox Live. Wow. Wow. That is like a throwback and a half. Yeah. 19 years of Xbox Live. Next year, Dude, hey, that I, means next year they'll probably do something special. Probably. I remember 
uh I don't know if I remember exactly the launch, but I remember my first Dude, I remember playing my first uh Xbox Gears of War title. Like Wow. Oh, that was a good throwback memory just now. That's amazing. Wow. That, that feels good. And then also, obviously, Halo 2 is just exciting as hell. It's such a good video game. Wow. Oh, wait. The Pokemon movie. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Dude, all of these things, like, these were really good throwbacks for, like, my my age group and my uh, things that I was, like, gro- uh, growing up with and, and paid very close attention to. Wow, what a good week. It was a really good week in history. Yeah. Uh, the achievement of the week is in Call of Duty Vanguard. It's simply titled F. <laughs> in the campaign, die by your own grenades explosion. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll definitely. <laughs> I'll, I'll be doing that. This, yeah, I'll be doing it this week for sure. A hundred percent. And dude, that's gonna ha- it's gonna actually happen. Yeah. <laughs> and the game of the week, uh, I'm giving it uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Um, right. It's, uh, but I could also I'm, I'm also gonna give it to uh, uh, Forza Horizon, the new one. It's uh, good. And uh, I'm also gonna give it to one more um, that's in there. I'm gonna also. For the lols, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give it the Skyrim too. <laughs> awesome, Nick. We're yes, sir. six minutes away from that two-hour mark yet again. Thank you That's for so coming on this podcast. I love these conversations Dude, you. with you so much. Thank you for having me. These are a lot like they are so entertaining and fun for both of us to an extent where like. You said two hours, and I didn't think about it until I thought about my back cramping up from the stupid way that I was sitting. <laughs> and just like you get lost in a conversation where there was multiple times where I probably shouldn't have carried something out as long as I did, just due to the fact that like we were going to talk about it later. And you just kind of get you get lost in a conversation. So, like I said last time, and I'll say it again this time, dude, you do a fantastic job at all of this. Thank I'm you. not blowing smoke up your ass. It's it's really well structured. <laughs> it's uh it's very engaging and entertaining, and um. I have a blast every time I come on. Thank you. Uh, where can we find you on the internet? I am streaming on twitch.tv slash Nick Rule. It is the same way that it's spelled probably in the title of this podcast. Um, I am doing that five days a week, uh, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I do about like six to eight hour streams. Uh, just try my best to hit eight hours, but 2 a.m. gets tiring. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, it's also Nick Rule. There's just an underscore at the end of it. Uh, I post on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. YouTube and TikTok are also Nick Rule. Uh, I just try to get clips posted out as much as I possibly can. So that's where you can find me at all those places. Yeah. And uh, you can find me on uh, Twitch and Instagram at Tony's Game Lounge and twitch.tv Tony's Game Lounge, slash Tony's Game Lounge. And on Twitter at Radio Tony. And uh, we also have a TikTok, to- uh, Tony's Game Lounge where we post highlights every week of the podcast. Uh, we try to get that out on all the platforms as well. So if you, uh, so you can catch the best of segments of the podcast as well. Nice. Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Go watch that right now. Go, <laughs> go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, thank you once again, my friend. I, uh, these are always a great time, as I've said before. Yeah. 
Tony again. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you, the listener, for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, uh, please uh, like the podcast, follow the podcast, give it a sh- go share the podcast because that just helps us grow even uh, more. And we will see you right back here next week in the Game Lounge. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like and share the podcast and follow Tony on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch for more updates.